Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Good afternoon, hoes, bros, and people who like to do it in the snow. Welcome to the Man <laughs> Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything sex positivity. I'm Billy Presida. How are you? <laughs> that was a fantastic job. I think that's better than any combination of things I've said. Yeah, I'm very talented. Oh, yeah, you're a very talented person. Thank, uh, hey, everyone, this is Billy Presida. You're listening to the Man Whore Podcast, and I am joined in this intro by... Uh, Co-host of the Hot Mess Comedy Hour, Emily Lubin. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We just finished recording a wonderful bonus episode on Patreon. We got a great episode with uh, porn star Ryan Driller coming up. But first, everybody. he drills, pussy. Or as he says, uh, I'm a machine. He says, I'm a, oh, yeah, uh, my, to my, I'm just talking to my intern right now, but, uh, uh, Tori, that's going to be one of the things I want you to keep track of. How many times he says, I'm a machine. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but we're going to get to him in just a bit. But first, show dates, people. Show dates. Okay. Uh, March 11th, I'm going to be at the Tender Trap in Brooklyn uh, for the Keith and the Girl anniversary show. Are, are you on that? Wait, on the 11th? Yeah. The stand up a thon? Yes. Yeah, I will be on it. Yeah. Come see us. Yeah, baby. We're doing two minutes of Keith and the Girl related material. Keith and the Girl is like one of the original podcasts. They've been podcasting for 13 years, and we're just going to get up there and fucking party. I'm going to do a hot two minutes. Very hot Same. two minutes. <laughs> uh, if you want more information on those, that show date and others, head on over to manhorpod.com slash comedy. And while you're over there, get on the mailing list, people. What are you doing with yourselves? Gotta get on the mailing list uh, at manorpod.com. If you're on desktop, the sign-up sheet's on the right-hand side. Mobile, it's at the bottom. Just give me your email address and the zip code. Let me know where you're at so we can do the damn thing. And then, of course, the most important show dates of all is August 3rd through August 5th because we got ManhorCon 2018 coming up. ManhorCon. ManhorCon. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, for more information about that and for tickets, head on over to manwhorepod.com slash tickets. Okay, you got super early bird prices available until April 3rd. So go get that before uh, before the prices go up. I want to throw out congratulations to Mac Beggs out in Texas for winning states uh, second year in a row. Uh, Mac Beggs is a, is a man who won the women's state wrestling title. Uh, transgender? Yeah, he's a trans man, but the laws of Texas required him to wrestle the girls. He wants to wrestle the boys, but they were like, no. So he kicked the shit out of all the women in the in wow. all of Texas. Wait, so he... Uh, okay, so biologically, he was born... Assigned female at birth. Okay. But transitioned, started transitioning around 14 years old and has been wrestling all that time, like wrestled the women presenting as a woman, and then uh, then when he, he started his transition, he wanted to wrestle with the boys, but they wouldn't let them because to affirm his gender identity would mean that he gets to wrestle the boys, but then they'd also have to let the trans women wrestle their chicks. Right. And ultimately, that's what people are afraid of. They don't care about Mac. They care about the chicks with dicks that are spooky and scary, right? Uh-huh. But, but at the same time, so he's been getting pumped full of testosterone and stuff since he was 14. 
So naturally, he's going to kick the shit out of all the women. I mean, he's also like within... He's in with he's within whatever parameters he has to be within. But yeah. So they were like, oh shit, do we like affirm trans people or do we uh <laughs> and give our daughters a chance or do we just let this dude beat the shit out of all of our daughters? And they chose the latter because bigotry is confusing. Wow, tricky. Yeah. Well, congrats, man. Yeah, so congrats to him for winning again uh and, and putting that out there. So uh Emily, I wanted to I wanted to uh have get some help answering some advice emails yes i'm so pumped for this yes uh so i I get some emails from people from time to time it's one of my favorite things is to open y'all's emails uh in the morning and i got two right now the first one is from eric and the uh, subject line is la massage Mm, he writes la massage yeah he writes i found your happy ending massage episode incredibly fascinating i've always been curious about that and now I've always been curious about that and am now in desperate need of a good massage. I was wondering if you happen to know of anyone in the Los Angeles area that provides a service similar to what your episode outlined. Uh, I'm not sure where to look without getting a ton of scammy results. Thanks for your time and uh, and keep the interesting content flowing. And uh, I had to ask him. Because he doesn't say happy ending massage. He just says a good massage. He's trying to be, you know, you know what I mean by massage, Yeah, he's trying to wax poetic. It's like, dude, just say what you want. I'm like, do you want a hand job? Do you want full service? Like, what is it you want? And I could probably help in how you would would procure such a thing. I I would also have wanted to clarify what he means by he's in desperate need of a massage. (laughs) Desperate need. It's like, I need to come right now. (laughs) I have not. Both my hands are broken. I have not been touched by another human in six months. I mean, maybe that is true, which is in that would be sad, but. But legit, I've gotten a massage sometimes because I was like craving. I've gotten a happy ending massage sometimes just because I was craving intimate touch. Granted, it's usually not because of six months. Usually I go like, it will be like five weeks. (laughs) Five days. Yeah, it's like five, five days. I'm getting antsy. Uh, someone touch me. So it's uh, my my dick's been chafed for like a week, so I can't do anything with anyone, and I'm fucking jumpy. Chafed. Yeah, yeah. So that happens to me sometimes. I get a little from chafing. too much banging or from the wintry air. I don't even know. Maybe it's the whatever I use for lubricant. It's who coconut fuck. oil, man. That's what I was using this most recent time, and then I, I don't know. I gotta get I gotta I, go all natural. So I've been like having to leave it alone for like a week. Um, wow, and I'm, and that's so waiting. challenging for you. I'm I'm with this. My, I, I'd really appreciate any thoughts and prayers you might have. I'm praying for you right now. Yeah. Well, I suggest to him this place called The Erotic Review. Uh, it's a it's a like review site for sex workers, right? And uh, you can search <laughs> by like, like a Frederick Fakai student center. Like yeah, they like practice a, on people, and you write them reviews. No, no, just like a Yelp place. Like you just go. Search for what you want, and uh, it'll show you who's in that area, who offers it in that price range, and then people can write actual reviews of how the oh, experience. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I recommended that because, like, uh, with the paid membership, you can search like off the precise sex acts you want. Like, if you want to get a blowjob, you can click on blowjob covered or not covered. You can click on if you know the provider has hairy has a hairy bush or a certain size tits like you can really get very specific about it mm, like um the sims but i would recommend uh i always recommend if you want like a real massage 
with a happy ending because even this guy when i said like what do you want he's like i want an actual massage i was gonna ask that because it must be like there must be some people who give really half-assed massages but then they because they know that you're really there for the hand job but it's like hey bitch i want like a good massage and that girl usually looks like you it's uh it's a chick who's like yeah like i'm this all i look like i'm i'm i look like this so i'm just gonna rub your back for 20 (laughs) minutes until you turn over and i'm like no like you gotta do work i'm gonna choose to take that as a compliment that yeah. I'm I'm half-ass massage, decent hand job, good looking. Yes, yes. All right, cool. No, it's like it's like there's a lot of like hot twenty-three-year-olds who be like, I'm just gonna post a picture of myself in like lingerie and then rub their back and have them turn over. And the massage, the happy ending might be great. And if you just want mm. a hand job from a hot chick, that's great for you. But they don't really work their elbows into it. Right. And I, if I'm going to spend that type of money, need the actual massage. I agree. I mean, I feel like that's part of the, I mean, that's like part of what makes the happy ending. I imagine so great is like the buildup, you know? Yeah. So I, I usually like to search words like certified or licensed or uh, CMT or LMT because licensed massage therapist, certified massage therapist, and then like see where that gets you. Uh, you can look for um, if you're looking through massage ads in like a normal massage place, if they're all, if they're advertising like sensual or mm-hmm. like a therapeutic and sensual mix, stuff like that. If they say the word release, that's a hint that it's a happy ending place. Oh, that's you know fucking hilarious the word release is your real big key one like that's when we're like oh there's a release if you know what i mean by release because uh-huh. i can't say i'm gonna make you come because then that's illegal uh so those are the things i i recommend asian massage parlors are also great if you want a good massage and a hand job and want to feel dirty uh like i've never felt like i've supported trafficking except in happy ending massage parlors okay i feel like i'm also if you have a tiny dick because tiny hands tiny hands works out mm-hmm. um they're very good at the massage part it's just but there's a language barrier and it's kind of weird and there's been a lot of times i've wanted to like learn how to say in korean i don't want to talk about money in the middle of the massage oh yeah no they'll like turn you over and be like okay why so for 25 dollars like how much you tip and yeah. i'm like i don't want to talk about that right now like oh yeah bad move talk about before we start or after but like in the middle is not the time because then you're ruining this sensation i just got from a great massage yeah we're not talking about tips touch I've, my tip yeah i've <laughs> right i've legitimately said you know what no thank you i've literally just been like i don't even want it now because it just takes me out of it that's usually what I recommend to people who are, you know, looking for happy ending massages. That's that's usually why I recommend. Okay. Um, this seems to be – this is like a whole back and forth you had with this guy. Yeah, because well, <clears throat> then I tell him, like, you should get the paid thing at Iraq Review because you can't see the full reviews for in the free one. So in the free one, you see, like, how the actual – massage quality was but you can't see the dirty details and you can't search based off of sex act and things like that and it's it's pretty affordable and he said like oh well i don't want to i don't want to pay for a membership i'm like you pay for the membership because it's going to save you hundreds of dollars of like test running everyone yourself yeah definitely also (laughs) i would be nervous i mean this is just me but like i i get very anxious about things and I would be nervous that I would go up in a place expecting there to be some kind of happy ending option and me like half asking and them being really offended and yeah. being like, we don't offer that. And then now I have to pay for a massage, but I didn't, you even, didn't even want, want it in the, the first yeah. place. This saves you money in my opinion. So like I don't get a membership that I keep for forever, but if I'm 
like I'll pay for a month or a three month, whatever. And then I just do a bunch of searching and I get a bunch of names of the people who might be a fit. And then I just use those names um, over the course of a period of time. Okay. So did he go? Did he get one? Uh, he ended up being, well, he said that I made a good point. And then I said, and that why I tried to throw out him, I said, Hey, you know which membership is cheaper and gives you warm feelings because your dollar is helping an independent content creator? (laughs) You go pledge to my Patreon. Okay. I respect. I respect the hustle. Got it. Got to pitch the Patreon. And he said, yeah, but your membership won't reward me with handjobs. Yet. Yet. That's why I told him. I said, that's what you think. My patrons have been fucking each other a lot recently. Boom! Like, I don't know how y'all, y'all, your Patreon community is going, but like I'm starting to get like pictures of them together. Be like, hey, like I went, and I drove six hours to meet this person. Yeah, no, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't made any like love connections or fuck connections or anything like that yet. But I'm looking forward to the day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I almost have. There have been like some close encounters, right. but nothing solid yet. We have patron uh, uh, crossover. Crossover, yeah, yeah, th- namely the Dilf. Oh, Jeff's I, you know, it's going to start to get creepy, I think, how often I talk about, like, how perfect this guy is. It's not creepy. Just, like, him and his wife are eventually going to, like, ask you, hey, do you want to fuck my husband? That's probably what's going to happen at some point. The thing is, like, no, I don't want to because I feel like it would ruin his image for me. The mystique. Yeah, that's part of it. Like, I, at our live show... You were there. Yeah. I gave him a lap dance dressed as Santa <laughs> and his wife was sitting right there and I was like, it's it's not even, it's this experience that's so great for me, but it's also the fact that your wife is right there. You're so fucking cool. If, in the future, if I ever get married, like I would hope that my marriage is like this and that we're as open, as cool as you guys. Like I, I'm envious of your lifestyle and your <laughs> life and your outlook and you because you're really attractive. And they're adorable kids who seem perfect. Yeah. And, and like we were having we were talking on Facebook the other night and in the same conversation he's like yeah I went to a sex party and this lab coat has jizz on it and then in the same conversation it's like I'm thinking about taking the girls on a ski trip and I'm like, <laughs> I just love you yeah I love you I think his life is too perfect so anytime like they're posting on Facebook him or his wife pictures of like their kids looking perfect or their family looking adorable or them just having a great time I use the anger reaction emoji mm-hmm. and the only time I click like is if they're posting something that's like either negative or if it's like a candid We're shot where the kids money don't look like <laughs> yeah yeah because like you guys have have it too perfect um but that's what happens when you're part of our patreon communities yeah. everybody you get to get to know us better so yeah it's really fun actually it's like it, it makes the whole experience better because podcasting is super intimate it's mm-hmm. like a super intimate medium and i feel like just i want to get to know every one of you yeah. on an intimate level <laughs> And so my yeah. podcast is the Hot Mess Comedy Hour, by the way. Yeah, Hot Mess. Billy's been on four times because he's <laughs> the hottest mess. The hottest of the messes. All right, here's a kind of someone who. I mean, the subject line is just help uh, in big in all caps. So she's probably a little bit. Of a she hot wants mess. it. Yeah. Annie writes, uh, "Hey Billy, I only recently started listening to the podcast, but I'm a big fan. I thought you may be a good place to get some advice. I recently am out of an ultimately very confusing relationship." And I'm looking to get back in the game. Girl. The game. I heard you. It is a game out there. <laughs> My friends have encouraged me to download Bumble. On one of your first episodes, I remembered one of the girls saying you had an awesome bio. And I was wondering if you could help me with a witty bio that will catch a guy's eye. 
On Bumble, girls also have to send an opening line, so if there are any super good ones you've heard, let me know. In the meantime, I'm also thinking of joining an app strictly for hookups and sexually explorative people. So if you have any ideas for a hookup bio as well, any guidance would be generally appreciated. About me, I'm in my early 20s and in grad school studying biomedical sciences. I'm blonde, 5'7". Oh, at a really good school. Really good school, yeah. Um, I love sports, games, cooking, drinking, brunch, and naps. Love them naps. Uh, have a two-year-old dog and always appreciate a good adventure. Oh my God, you're a fucking catch, girl. Uh, yeah, and she's super cute, which I'll, I'll show you in a moment. Uh, sexually, I'm looking to try new things. And I back home, I had an awesome group of guys I could call when I needed to scratch that itch, but I haven't quite found that here. So I'm looking for threesomes, group sex, sexting, pics, oh, wow. all unicorn, I guess, um, and other sexually explorative type of like people. Like she wants to be the unicorn? I think so. I think that's what she means by that. Uh, thanks for any help. Uh, and then she says, this was the one I, I part I like. This is the more self-indulgent part. But mm-hmm. the curiosity got the best of me, and I had to pay so I could watch the Team BJ video. Just wanted to let you know I definitely just masturbated and got off to your part of the video. Haven't had the chance to take a fan boob photo, but I attach a lingerie shot uh, for reference. Well, that's her in normal clothes. Okay. Cute. That's the nice lingerie tits. shot. Nice tits. Um, and one, I want to start off by saying, like, thank you for hashtag paying for your porn and paying for to see the team to see me get blown by Siri. Um, I'm glad to know that, like, my semi hard cock blowjob was uh, what got you going. But uh, Emily, what Bumble bio? Let's. There's a few things in here, but let's start with the Bumble bio. Yeah. What does okay. what does one do to get a good Bumble bio and opening line? Okay, well, she's in the South, so I don't know what it's like in the South. But my personal experience, I don't like Bumble that much. I know it's supposed to be like this feminist <laughs> app or whatever, but I actually think it's like kind of um, like I think either person should be able to like make the first move i think this whole like guys see it as a way like i'll just swipe on everybody and then they'll talk to me and then i get to choose it's like it's the opposite effect of what it's trying to be but if you leave it open to everybody then typical gender norms will just revert right back to okay well then guys have to send the first one i think bumble gets women used to the i wouldn't be surprised if some women got on bumble used to never making the first message then we're forced to, and then on Tinder, started doing it sometimes too. You know? Well, I guess maybe I also think that because I will send a first message on a regular app. I think it's like, I think having it, having the girls forced to make the first move puts you in kind of a compromising situation that I think is a little anti-feminist. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so I would actually recommend the Hinge app. Oh. I like the Hinge app because you put a variety of pictures, but then you don't really put a bio in the same way that you put a bio in other apps. It's not like this paragraph thing that you have to write like something or uh, feel pressured to write something witty like she said. It's more like it writes your basic information how old you are. Uh, I think you have the option to write like what you do for a living. Um, and then there's like little questions like, do you drink? Do you smoke? Do you do drugs? Which I like seeing because like I like to know if I'm, you know. The only one doing drugs? Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know if somebody's down. Sure. Um, and then it asks certain questions. So it, you get to choose like uh, what 
I guess like one would be like, what's on your bucket list or like, which I would never answer because that's stupid. Okay. Um, but you know, like questions like that. So what should be on the bio? So, um, so I mean for that one, you don't need to write a bio, but if you do need to write a bio, I would always do like, um, yeah, like I would write a joke, um, or you could write like a list of things. Did you have you ever seen like girls will write a list of things like um uh dancing, musical theater, uh macaroons. Like they, they'll write they like, like emoji kinda, for each one too. Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. Or like yeah. little asterisks in between. Yeah. Like I think I that's kind of fun. Something eye catching. Definitely don't write like Loves to travel. Yeah, d- yeah. Don't write and and don't write like what you don't want. Like I hate when girls mm-hmm. write like keep it positive. Keep it positive. positive like act like you are, you know, in a coffee shop and like you're. This is your first time meeting someone and you're trying to make a good first impression, or mm-hmm. like you're in a bar and like this is you trying to pick up dudes. You're not writing like, um. No fuck boys. Like fuck boys need not apply. And then like, I and then Billy has to not apply. It's yeah. <laughs> like you want to be open to Billy writing you a message. You want to be the ones and like you don't want to. You don't want to start off on a bad note. You so, don't want me to be the fuck boy who got away. Yeah, you really don't. You don't want to miss up on this opportunity, All of ladies. This, yeah. All of this love, Chub. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Billy, oh. you know that you, you have body dysmorphia and you're fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I would like if you're not confident in writing something funny or clever, I would just write something like that. Like you, I say, don't be funny if you're not genuinely funny. Yeah, if like you're if, not a funny person, don't uh, don't trick me by with this amazing witty one liner in your bio and then you can't back it up in person or in messaging i agree yeah don't write to a comedian asking you to for a bio that's funny play to your strengths play to your strengths you're clearly a very cute girl you're clearly very smart you're Mm -hmm. studying um biomedical science which like quite frankly i don't even really know what that is (laughs) um you like sports you like sports girl yeah you You need to leave with that you need to leave with that you need to you need to say like looking for someone to drink some beers with me and watch the local team the patriots yeah like whoever whoever's your team like you need you should leave with that guys will start jizzing their pants yeah read that i'm all about it and then uh, sexually, she's trying. She wants to try new things, and so I mean, look, anyone who's been listening to the show long enough knows that I would always recommend the Pure Hookup app if you are looking explicitly to have some casual sex in the immediate future, because it is an app where you don't even get to write a bio. That's how hookupy it is. You wow. post a picture for an hour, and then uh, if you match with someone, you get a chat box that lasts one hour to make plans. What's this called? Pure. Pure. Yeah. Okay, I get it because it's like cheeky. We're not pure. Yeah, we have pure intentions. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> but do you think? Um, do you think that like flaky people or like annoying people end up on there because they don't have annoying to write people anything? are all over the world. I know that, but like you will usually never, you can, you'll never not have annoying people on. But an usually app. you can kind of tell if they're annoying because they'll write something annoying in their bio. Well, that's the thing. But then you have a chat box to find out if they're annoying. Mm, okay, and then you can find out like, oh, are they so annoying? I can't fuck them, or I can't just like cover his mouth. Uh, and just and ride that dick mm. and leave. So is it kind of like the grinder model? Like it tells you how far away they are. Uh, it does do that. Um, yeah, it does. It will it basically show a picture of them, and then you can swipe and see a general vicinity of where they are. Okay. 
all right, that's fun. Yeah. Um, uh, but there's also sites like FetLife and Adult Friend Finder and, you know, Adult I, Friend Finder. I always like throwing out Craigslist and Reddit. But what do you, when you want to just get laid, what, how do you do that? I use the same app. You just open I'm, the window and just go, hey, everybody. Yeah, that's <laughs> basically to, what I do. Any dick around? I go up to my roof and I start taking off all my clothes. And then you do your mating call. Uh huh. I sing my siren song. Your siren song. I put on my mermaid tail and I go uh, out to the Hudson River and I just wait for all the pirates to come. Right. I think a lot of people don't realize that like any dating app can also be a hookup app if you are explicit about that. Yeah, so just- I use I use the same dating. App. It's a little more fuzzy for like, you know, um, I guess straight more vanilla people who Mm. aren't like on these poly sites because you could be on an app and some people are looking to date some people Mm. are looking for a serious relationship some people are looking to fuck and you really don't know unless you like come right out and ask them but i've usually like i'll go on a date with someone and then i'll decide what i want sure sure that's kind of my approach but i i don't really know much about like all this kinky stuff that you want to get into but I'm a big fan of if you ask for these things, if you put it out into the put universe, put the unicorn that emoji you want, in your in your page. That's key, yeah. If that's what you want, don't do it in your dating profile. You should probably have a separate yeah. profile or get Field. Field is a good app for threesomes and being a unicorn. Field that it used to be Thrinder until they got sued. Uh, but oh, that's, really? It's like the Poly and like threesome dating app. Oh yeah, that's like the so OG go get threesome app. Yeah. Okay, so get that. Put the unicorn thing in your. Thing. And, and fun fact, the people who have threesomes often typically maybe also know where you can get some group sex. So one thing tends to lead to another. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And also just a side note, you say you have a dog. One of your pictures should be you with your dog. Oh, 100%. Maybe not the first picture. Not the first picture. But it should be in there. Yeah, it should definitely be in there, especially if you have like, I mean, I don't know what kind of dog you have, but if you have any like, if you have a big dog, guys are going to want to be like fucking you on the regs after <laughs> after the beer and football line plus the dog you you're should be golden in, girl and you're blonde and busty Cute, yeah yeah y- you got this yeah you got it down all right well uh and if you want to send me your your comments your questions your titty pictures uh you can shoot that over to manhorpod at gmail.com all right uh, Emily uh, will be having a uh, $10 bonus episode coming out on Patreon tomorrow. Uh, really good. We talked about a lot of things, bi-dysmorphic and, and, and sex working. Yeah, we uh, talked about a whole potpourri of stuff. Potpourri, huh? A whole potpourri. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, we didn't talk about, which I was semi-disappointed, we did not talk about your love for giving rim jobs. Oh yeah, I'm a I'm an ass licker from way back. <laughs> from way back. When? From way back. Like enthusiastic. Yeah, I don't even ask. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to know what? And this is a tip for like anybody who's looking to get into rimming. Uh, you don't. I feel like that's the one thing you don't need to ask consent for, and you don't need to. Uh, you don't need to like back me on that. But just from my experience, like dudes love it. <laughs> If and if they're not into it, they'll just like say, you know what? No. They'll just be like, whoa, whoa, I'm not gay, and you'll be like, oh, then we're not fucking anymore. Oh, really? If if you can't lick ass, you don't want to fuck them. If you're so opposed to it, it's like I understand. Maybe not on the first time, or maybe like you know, you want to be eased into it a little bit. But anybody who's not open to something at all, 
I'm kind of like, you're not cool. I don't know. Cause yeah. I'm open to like most things that somebody wants to try. Um, if it means that it, I'm going to be like pleasing a dude, but, um, yeah. So I, I think any, any person who's like automatically no, I'm like, uh, that kind of makes me think less of you. What do you love about eating ass? I just love the reaction. I, because honestly, because, uh, dudes have like a G spot up there, right? Well, I don't know what yeah, it technically piece, is. P spot. P spot. Um, so the prostate. Yeah. I just, I, it gives them an orgasm that's like, unlike any other orgasm and i just like really like their reaction and a lot of the times they're not at least a lot of the guys that i've been with have not been used to it or like it's not something that is on the table every day for them so Mm. i like being the person to serve it up for them okay well uh yeah there god bless you there needs to be more of you out there because thank you so much i think i've only had my ass licked by like a handful of people really i i feel like it's kind of like it's so mainstream now. That I think it's, it's almost- coming up. I don't know if it's full on mainstream, but I think it's coming. I think putting stuff in a dude's butt is now at mainstream. But I okay. think the ass licking is coming up. I don't. I don't know if it's. Yeah, it makes people nervous, and I get that. But at the same time, I'm a gross person, so <laughs> it doesn't really bother me. You are a gross person who runs a great podcast called yes. the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Yes, please uh, listen to my podcast. We talk a lot about fucking as does billy so i think if you're into his podcast you'll like ours he's also been a guest uh many times fun fact i think when you go to itunes and you go to your show if you scroll down the bottom where it suggests other like people who listen to your podcast mm-hmm. listen to these podcasts i think i'm one of, like in the the, the in the you're front. on the suggested podcast yeah i'm in like the front of the suggested so there's a lot of crossover so if you're nice. not already listening to it you should definitely go check it out uh, i'm a personally a big fan and uh, it's also part of a great new network. Yes, it's the OG Podcast Network. Um, we just got signed to it. There are a lot of other great podcasts on the network. You can go to ogpodcastnetwork.com. Cool, cool. And now for this week's guest, Ryan Driller. I showed you uh, I showed you some photos of yeah, Mr. He's a, Ryan. He, yeah, he's a good-looking guy. He drills, I he hear. He drills, I hear. <laughs> Well, I I got to talk to Ryan when I was out in uh, Las Vegas uh, for the AVN Awards last month. He won or, Best Actor. Or he was nominated. Oh, just kidding. Sorry. He was nominated. He was nominated for Best Actor. Last year's Best Actor. I compared him to Meryl Streep because he's he gets nominated a lot, but does not win a lot. 2011, 2016. He has he has many a Uh No no AVN wins yet. Not yet. I I feel he uh, I feel good uh, about next year. He's for coming him. up. <laughs> Wait, he, he's been around for a minute. Uh, he actually played he played Batman in Batman v Superman Triple X, uh, uh, the parody movie. Wow. Uh, or he played Superman. He played one of those. But he he, he got nominated for best three way sex scene. Uh, and what I don't like is that it in says, Batman versus Superman. Yeah, but it says the names of the actors that he was performing with and not who they were. So I can't envision which superheroes were fucking each other. Which disappoints me. But I actually asked him what the difference was between best actor and best performer uh, off mic. And he said best actor is for like the per- like the acting parts of the porn. Which I think is like so impressive, you know, because everybody thinks that they're in it for the porn. But if you have like a stupid storyline, you're clicking out of that page yeah. like immediate, like mm-hmm. before you even get to the sex stuff. So 
the fact that his acting was good enough to warrant a nomination, like I think multiple that's so best great. supporting actor, best actor, best actor, best act. <clears throat> he has one male performer of the year nomination. So I'm just like, wow. Um, he won a what? <laughs> best male performer fan choice night moves awards. Uh, so a uh, very accomplished porn performer, uh, Ryan Driller talked about body stuff. Because oh, he yeah. used to be a fat kid or fat guy. Oh, my God. That is my favorite personality type. I'm sure he was a fun. Was he fun he to talk to? So fun. Yeah. I mean, you're all in for such a treat for this episode because such great back and forth. Funny guy. Cool guy. Yes, he calls himself a, he calls himself a machine. Maybe one too many times. But other than that, like really solid his dude. His name is Driller. I mean, is that his real name? or that's No, his, that's his poor that's name. That's his poor name. Okay. Yeah, so maybe a little heavy-handed on the machine imagery, but uh, you do what you got to do to set yourself apart. Yeah, I love that he was a fat kid. That's anybody who was fat, like, and needed to develop a personality as a young person, um, but then like became hot later. Mm They just represent the best of both worlds. They're just, they're always the most fun people at parties. And we talk about how he was getting a lot of sex while he was, I mean, he showed me pictures. Uh, it was like not the best of looks and he was still getting laid. And so he was like, it was a confidence. And we talk yeah. a lot. So we talk about like when you don't have a body that you're typically confident about, but yet you pres- exude confidence and get laid. So I think if, if you've ever. It's the easiest life hack. Mm. You just walk around and. Talk and act as if you're, I don't know, who's hot. The shit. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna I was gonna name someone who's hot and Leonardo I'm like, I don't DiCaprio. Even know. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. People like suddenly are like, oh, what's what's he packing? Yeah. What's, what's he must know on? something I don't. Yeah. Because I looked at him and I had a, an opinion, and he's acting contrary to my opinion. So maybe there's something I want to discover. Yeah. I think that's how I get laid. I think women go like, Oh, this guy's got this shit. He's just apparently he gets laid a lot. I don't know why he shouldn't. Uh so I want to find out why. He does. Totally. Yeah. But so y'all are in for a treat. Uh, this episode with Ryan Driller. Uh, Emily, thank you so much for joining me for this intro and for the bonus episode we got coming out tomorrow, which everyone can uh, find on patreon.com slash man podcast. Um, again, check out the Hot Miss Comedy Hour. Emily, where can people find you on the social media? You can find me at Lubination on Twitter or at Hot Mess Comedy Hour on Instagram. Do um, you- what? I was just going to tell them to do it. Oh, yeah, do it. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And enjoy now, the show, guys. Enjoy the show. Y- you tired from the shoot? No. no. No? No, I'm good. Does that not tire you anymore? No, never did. Never? No. Fucking for eight hours is just oh, it was super only cash? Like two hours today. Right? Oh, it was only two hours? Yeah, but no. No, never tired me. That's why... I do this. That's why I'm here. Right, but I don't know. Like, I'll talk to some porn performers who go like, "Oh, you know, it's tiring, but you got it's a, it's acting." And by the end of the day, I need a massage. Or I mean, it's not the same as like hooking up with somebody from down at the bar, but yeah. at the same time, it's not really tiring. I guess I don't know. I'm a machine. You're, yeah. Well, you said that, yeah. I woke up. I went swimming. Then I went and I had some. Uh, you know, I did a shot of porn, and then I then I've got to go run around the convention floor later. It's just, yeah. It's, yeah. You know, it's just Wednesday, Thursday, whatever today. Machine. Is. How did machine know. not end up in the porn name? That's because <laughs> that was just a little too cheesy. <laughs> too cheesy. Not that Ryan Driller isn't cheesy. Yeah, enough, I was gonna but, say. <laughs> you know, I think yeah, that was about it. <laughs> that's fantastic well thanks for making the time to talk to me man no, i um I, i'll i'll jump into the thing it's that um 
when I ask during the pre-interview, I always ask, oh, hey, like what's off limits? And then, right. you know, we you talked about the concept of uh, of performers having relationships right. ruins like the illusion. Sometimes ruins some of the illusion. You get a lot of fans, especially with this modern age of uh, social media and accessibility everywhere that people latch on and and they live vicariously through you so i mean i've always had kind of that belief in a, that that practice in any job i've ever had that i didn't date my coworkers, especially since most of my jobs were kind of like a sales like yeah. either as a bartender and 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 server or as a as a salesman it was kind of like having that little air of mysticism and romance in that aspect and kind of like oh well maybe i'll buy it because i'm also flirting with him you know it was always it was from coyote ugly always be attainable or (laughs) always be available but never be attainable right but yeah so i mean i've i have dated in the industry and i have dated and and i've i've shared it and all of a sudden it's like i don't i didn't get attacked but you know sometimes with the accessibility of of Twitter, of Instagram, of fans being able to like reach out and talk to you and have this this relationship with you or this online um, connection, they, I mean, I have to tell people, I'm like, no, you're fine to objectify me. That's why I'm yeah. here. Like, please, like, <laughs> like, please watch my stuff. It's out there, and that's going to help keep this in business and keep stuff coming. But they're like, oh, but I've actually talked with you now, and I've actually like, so now it's almost weird. I'm like, no, that's that's not the case. By the same token, when it comes to relationships, you've got people that all of a sudden it's like oh i can't believe she he would date her and what's this going on and and then she's getting attacked and it's like whoa like all right so maybe we just won't do that and we'll just play up the whole fact that i mean ryan driller is a character that you watch and you fantasize with and about and and play with through all that aspect so it's just been it's one of those where i now play it and keep my relationships private off of yeah off of work like your character is perpetually single because it allows them to think like maybe one day i could be that like i could be the girl in there yeah yeah and it's one of those yeah exactly it's kind of like i can i can always like i could be the next time he comes walking through the door with the pizza or (laughs) (laughs) have you played the pizza guy Uh, you know once or twice (laughs) as as a former pizza delivery boy myself by the way right oh it it set such false expectations for me right right I was like, maybe I could totally be a flight attendant, be the one straight flight attendant guy. Yeah, a totally clean house. You would 100 percent clean house between the the other flight attendants and uh, and uh, customers. Yeah, right, right, for sure. Uh, so, did you see that people were like, uh, like attack or even reach out to or be creepy to uh, past partners who were not in the industry? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, just would just rake them across the coals, and it was like, why, like, what gave you the right to do that? Yeah, like one and and two, like, leave, like they have no yeah. part in this. Like, she didn't opt she, into this public life. Yeah, yeah. So, so now it's like I said, it's one of those kind of like, ah, oh, I just kind of keep it, keep it off to the side. And in that way, it's like, I mean, you look at my scenes; it looks like I am a perpetual bachelor. And yeah. the nice thing is, is I get to play like that, and I I do live that lifestyle anyway. So it's like, ah, hey, why not just keep it that way? For sure, for sure. Yeah, we we I recently did an episode with this woman who runs like foot fetish parties in New York City, okay. and. And we were talking about fan boundaries and how right. like fans can sometimes overstep. Like she had a, a dude recognize her from her YouTube videos, like her foot fetish videos, and approached her at the like co-working space that she operates out of, right? Uh, where she like you know does her own production stuff, and like he like was like, hey, like we should do like a foot session like in after hours or something here, and it's like, whoa, like boundaries, dude. Right, and that you know it's a funny it's a funny thing because. I mean, I live in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I, 
I do have friends that have done a lot of mainstream stuff, be it either movies, television, reality TV, that kind of thing, where they're they're recognized left and right. And and my old roommate was a reality TV star, and I was the porn guy. So we would be at the grocery store, and we get kind of that similar like recognition, and people like turn around the corner, and they don't really want to come and say hi. So kind of that, like, oh, we don't want to cross that line. Like, this is their private time. But at the same time, we're going to stare the fuck out of it. It's kind of like, <laughs> well, yeah. And, it's, and sometimes like, oh, I mean, I have this conversation with the girls all the time. They're like, oh, you must have people come up to you all the time. I'm like, no, nobody wants to come up to the guy and say, oh, my God, I love your work. Because that also says, oh, my God, I jerk off to you. Yeah. Which most people don't want to admit face to face. In Vegas for this, for AVN is always a different story because it's like the the boundaries have been dropped. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, please come up and approach us. This is why we're here. This is your time to do this that. This is the time to do that. Me at the grocery store is not the time for that. The at the convention is the, is the know, time. Like one of the very few, few times anybody's ever come and done anything was I was at a burger joint with my dad. We had just rode our motorcycles out from Denver to LA. Of course you ride a motorcycle. Took him to, <laughs> to dinner and, and the guy bringing the food up came walking up and like big eyes and all of a sudden he's just like, oh my God, I'm such a fan of your work. When's your next movie coming out and my dad who knows was just like but he's not necessarily proud of the fact that i do what i do so he just kind of had that like eye roll like oh jesus christ i'm like this honestly never happens like trust me i didn't i didn't bring you somewhere to try and like shove it in your face what i do but um yeah so i don't like i don't get approached too often there's not really anybody that that really drops that boundary down and i know that also i'm in a part of the country that it's a totally different experience um, I do get approached at airports. I do get approached when I'm international because I think there's that the the fear of or the the safety of anonymity. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't know if we're getting on the same airplane, if we're coming or going, if we live in this town, if we're if we're on layover, if we're just visiting. So they can say this here and there. Um, so I don't I don't necessarily have nobody's really ever crossed a boundary with me, but I I also understand the psyche of people where. They're familiar with us in such an intimate and personal um, connection. You know, this is not me in Brad Pitt, me as Brad Pitt playing the character in Snatch the Pikey and and Snatch (laughs) or anything that where it's kind of like, oh, you're approaching me because I had this one movie role. And it's like, oh, that's an innocent thing to come up and say hi. And oh, I'm a big fan of your work. This is like that. Oh, I've seen you naked railing this girl upside down on a massage table somewhere like and and doing this so it's like so obviously if you're willing to show the one thing that people won't even talk about in daylight or public and you do that for a living it's probably cool of me just to come walk up and say hi and, and oh we should shoot content or oh do you get that do you get people just be like oh we should shoot content i don't know why i'm giving it that voice i don't know if it's a joke i mean i do, <laughs> you get, I get that like a lot of especially here this week at the convention and, and everybody especially now that this only fans thing is a huge huge to do in the industry, which is great. And it's awesome having your own content and your own way of, of releasing it and, and distributing it. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's always within the industry that I get the, Oh, we should shoot content. Right. But like your friend, the the woman in New York, the, yeah. the fetish stuff that's got the, the coworker or the guy in the co office. Cause I know there's a bunch of those. It's like, like a, workspace. We work yeah, 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 exactly. Um, to so get the people walking up and, and doing that kind of thing. So, um, I mean, no, I don't get asked to come and do content from random strangers, but sometimes I get asked randomly like, oh, hey, how do you have a, such a big dick? And I'm like, the camera adds a lot of pounds down there. <laughs> Does it? 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not that big. Okay. Um, or it's like, how do you say hard so long? I'm like, I'm a machine. I wish I could tell you that there's <laughs> some sort of trick. Like, but I've title, always been this way. There's never been like, I'm not thinking about Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. I'm yeah. not like doing baseball scores in my head or anything to not come. I'm I'm just having at it. I'm enjoying it. I'm just being Miley. I'm just doing. I'm just yeah. being my. <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, did, did you want this is an interesting about like uh, stamina? I personally last longer. I find I I last like specific periods of time with certain women. Right. So like there's some women like I come super quick with, and I always come quickly with them. Uh, there's some people I I can fuck for a half hour, and that's always with them and and stuff right. like that. Do you have a, is there any rhyme or reason, or are you just always able to just last for as long as needed? Um. I mean, I can last or, as long may, as... And I would say maybe pre-porn, because obviously it's your I mean, job to last as long as needed. Right, no. I mean, pre-porn, there, there were somewhere. I mean, I remember one of the girls I was seeing right as I was getting in the industry. Um, I could never pop from a blowjob uh-huh. before. Like, I enjoyed them. I thought they were great. But at the same time, like, I just... It, no one had ever actually done this thing. And this girl I was seeing right before I got in the industry, or like right as I was getting in the industry... I remember like hanging out and she hit me up. We live in Colorado at the time. And she was like, Oh, I'm having like a pool party at my place. And I'm like, it's February and it's snowing outside. She's like, Yeah, no, I just wear a swimsuit and watch a movie. You want to come over? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> want a swimsuit and chill? You know, yeah. It was before anybody was doing the Netflix and chill things. So it was just like, Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I will be right there right now. So I show up and of course I think we're watching Jurassic Park. But um next thing I know, it's like, oh, blowjob. And I had to, I was like, whoa, 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 like things are, whoa, hi, who? She was like, and I still to this day can't even like tell you what she did or how it happened, but it was just like, that was, um, wow, that was awesome. You know, for a lot of guys, it's putting the finger in the butt. I don't know if, no, no, and I, (laughs) there's a lot of guys, that's the instant push. There is a lot of guys, that's the emergency lever. That's supposed to be like the really good go to button. I, in case of lockjaw push. Right. And I, I've, I've let two girls try it. One, yeah. a college sweetheart girl that, you know, well, he can't come from a blowjob, so let's try this. I heard about it and he read it in Cosmo. It's supposed to be amazing. <laughs> no. I almost climbed the walls and it wasn't too good. Like, <laughs> not not very good. And then another was 10 years ago, right as I was getting in the industry, I had met a girl at a pool party that is in the industry that is very much known for dominating men. And while that is not the relationship she and I had... um. It was one of those, she was like, I really want to try it because I know no one's ever done this to you. And I was like, listen, I tried it once. I'm not going to knock it. You probably know what you're doing. You always got to try something twice before you can actually say no. Like, I hate sushi. Well, mm-hmm. have you had it once or twice? Because yeah. 7-Eleven sushi isn't sushi. <laughs> so <laughs> so I was like, all right, you can try it. Same thing. Almost climbed the walls. It was like, nope, 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 nope. Let's not, let's not do that one. It's funny you say that as I'm wearing a t-shirt that says I'm saving pegging for marriage. Pegging for marriage. Nice. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's personally my motto. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's good. So, but yeah, it, um, so I had that experience. I have had girls that have been with that. It was like, oh, this really just hit the right way. And it was a lot quicker. And then others where I essentially faked coming after an hour. Cause it was like, well, it's awesome and it feels great, but this is not going to happen. Men fake orgasms too, right? Yes. 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 Tell the masses. Yes. We can do it too. And it's, ladies. it's not against you. Everything. Obviously if we're hard, don't worry. Yeah. Job is doing well. Like everything is awesome and we appreciate everything, but maybe we're cramping maybe our abs can't take this thrusting anymore maybe it was just like okay we just literally ran an hour-long marathon 
we can see you're getting sore too because your pussy's not designed to take a dick like that all the time or as whatever we're, we're playing with yeah. or your jaw is locking like any of that and so it's like well can't really fake the pop in a blowjob blow job. <laughs> that would be a rough one if you could that's Maybe real blindfolded. talent oh, that's real talent yes yeah. <laughs> just all of a sudden pull out real fast yeah blindfolded pull out spit real quick I don't know yeah. but but anyway so, so yeah I mean I, I have done it because it was when it was kind of like alright we just need to like no matter what we do it's just not going to happen and it's fine but what 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 are some other things you had to you've tried twice and realized it was uh uh-uh, uh not for you? Um, you know I'm not big on the bondage and yeah. like I'm not submissive, but I'm not. There's no way a person named Ryan dominant. Driller is submissive. We I think we all knew right. <laughs> <laughs> like as we mentioned, Coyote Ugly before. I have gone to the actual Coyote Ugly bars and had to sit there and just kind of look at the bartender girls. And I remember doing this in San Antonio, so mm. I'd love to meet with them again because I remember them being like, "Oh, honey, come over, and take the body shot." And I was like, "No, this is no. You come here, lay down, let's do the body shot." And they're like, "Whoa!" I'm like, "No, we all came here to be fucked with a little bit. Like, yeah. let's have some fun with it." And that's how <laughs> I used to work at Red Robin, and I treated my <laughs> guests at Red Robin. It was like I was a Coyote Ugly girl or let's say Earls or something like that, where all the <sighs> servers are rude, mm. but um but yeah no so i'm not i'm not really submissive in bed but i'm not like aggressively dominant and i can't like i've tried i'm not really good with like the the bdsm stuff whether it be bondage because i just can't get anybody in the right position then afterwards for it to be enjoyable and then i can't demean like i can be an asshole or i can fuck you but it's not going to happen at the same time Okay. So, so so there's that kind of difference. I've tried a couple times. I'm like, all right. S- I know similar. my lane. Yeah. Yeah. I'm great at being an asshole. Ask Twitter. I'm very good at that. <laughs> there's there's people at this convention who think I'm an asshole. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I don't do it while I'm fucking a person. Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I laugh. There's a scene out there where if you look closely, you can see it. It's like, oh, he can't. And I've got the voice for it. I can't deny that. Yeah. Like, I can say the things that they wanted me to say and call her whatever they needed me to call her and, and treat her that way. But limp as spaghetti or fucking the hell out of her. It didn't matter how many of us were in her at the time. Like, this, this is for shooting? Yeah. Yeah. So you've, had, like, you've had to, like, say these lines. You were like, oh. It's like, yeah. I mean, the first time I ever, they were like, we really want you saying this and doing this. And I was like, I just don't show my face. Because there's no way I'm going to be able to say these lines without having just a stupid grin on my face. As I'm like, what the fuck am I saying right now? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> what are some of the things that make you uncomfortable to, to call a chicken bed? Um, I just, like I said, it's just yeah. belittling, demeaning. Like anything yeah. that, to me, I guess, it, in my own psyche, it's two different things. Like, if I'm, if I'm going to be belittling, demeaning you, <laughs> I'm genuinely going for tears and to crush you and to put you on the verge of a lot of other problems and issues um not to get you riled up to get you going yeah so it's just not that thing i do not want to get into an emotional fight with you no sometimes i mean it's been a while i'm not as good as i used to be i feel like you you have the roasting abilities of just a very honest fifth grade boy (laughs) fifth grade boys are the best roasters they're just so so honest they just nail you at your core just right there out of the blue you know the exact thing fuck oh you're such an asshole and you're 10. <laughs> you're so good at this. Meanwhile, like I try to do a roast battle and I can't, eh, you know, I, I find out the weirdest shit about myself through roast battles. Right. So I, I'm also a stand up comedian. Nice. Uh, shocker. Cause I'm so unfunny. And <laughs> I was, I like, I found out that I gained weight cause like someone did a joke once. <laughs> 
he said, uh, cause I'm not, and I was about this size at the time and he just, we do, it's like in a round right. format. So you each go for like 30 seconds. So he starts his second round with, so as we all know, Billy has no bones and the place just died. Like everyone's cracking <laughs> up and I'm thinking, fuck, that's brilliant. Because I'm not fat enough, you can't do fat jokes at me. I'm not. I'm not wide enough right. yet. Uh, I am stocky and out of shape enough that you can call me doughy. And all the subsequent jokes were about like how I was some sort of doughy. Like right, uh, right. Like uh, uh, bi- most people's biggest fear is public speaking, but Billy's biggest fear is walking over street grates because he has no bones. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck! I gained weight, and I had to go to my girlfriend at the time, and be like, "Have I gained weight?" And you didn't tell me. She's like, Ugh. Ooh. It's like fuck. I gotta get back now. I'm back on the Weight Watchers, right. um, which has been a whole sense of anxiety. I've been running this convention so far. I've been running on just uh, diet sodas, caffeine, and uh, and the BB. Although the BBW, uh, there was one BBW table okay. that had like snacks, nice, and, but they were like diety snacks. They were like the BBW table was like, no, here's some low calorie Cheetos, right? And I was like, oh my god, I need these so badly. You are, you see me, Alexis Alert. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you. That's funny. Who would have thought you'd get the healthy snacks from the BBW table, right? Which, <laughs> I guess I haven't actually gone yet, but I did see it looked like the tushy tables handing out cupcakes. <laughs> yes, like, yes. It's like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Every Like, all the girls have more abs than I do, and thank you. But <laughs> this is kind of like, you have cupcakes? Oh, that's part of the reason I haven't gone to the show yet, because I'm like, tell me when the cupcakes are gone and it's safe to enter this arena. Yeah. <laughs> um, the fact I have to cross Dunkin' Donuts on the way there, not okay. It's rough. And, you know, especially if you're on some sort of strict diet, they never allot it. Here's the weird thing about diets that let you eat whatever you want, quote unquote. Right. You can eat whatever you want, but we're going to mathematically make it impossible for you to. It's like, yeah, on Weight Watchers, you can have a Dunkin' Donut. It's 22 points of your 36. So make that decision, fat boy. I was like, oh. See, now I'm the asshole that dropped 100 pounds 10 years ago, 12 years ago, because I've been doing porn now for 10 years. Yeah. But, um, and I do eat everything. Did you drop four porn? Did someone say, hey, kid, you could totally do porn, but uh, you got to drop 100 pounds? No, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd always wanted to no. do porn, but, but no, no. I just, I was getting winded going down the stairs and up the stairs. And I was like, that's not me. I hike, I camp, I kayak, I swim, I snorkel, I ride my bike. I'm from Colorado. I'm living in Florida. Like, it was all that. So, but like my diet was, and because I'm like, I like food. You can't tell me I can't have a donut or I can't have lasagna yeah. or I can't have a burger. Like, fuck off. So I went to, I can have half. I can have half of whatever's on my plate. Huh. So, and if I'm still like dying of starvation after half an hour, then I can have the other half. But until then, it's like, just chill. Because I'm also programmed to eat. And I don't know if you're this way too, but it's like programmed to eat like so fast on the go. Because we're always on the go like that, where it's like, you eat a burger in 30 seconds before your body could even go, okay, we're full. Whoa, whoa. It doesn't okay. even know. Yeah. We're like, w- okay, now we're over full. Well, we don't know what to do with this now. So, yeah. but yeah, the only thing I did was I, I only cut down everything to half and I lost a hundred pounds working at Red Robin and living off of Red Robin burgers, fries, and shakes. Are you, you're the Jared of Red Robin. I'm the, <laughs> without the child porn. Without the child without porn. Without the child porn. <laughs> yeah. But well, with Although, porn. With irony. Porn. <laughs> okay. Not that I need to be really getting in on Jared right now, but this was a fun fact I learned like 25 years ago. Jared, the real reason that he was living off Subway 
was because he had a bootleg porn operation going at his college out of his dorm room. So the only thing he could do, he wasn't walking down the block. I mean, Subway was the closest place, but it was like right down, or it might have been at the end of the block or down at the bottom of his building. So he would just burn in VHSs because it was before DVDs, just copying porn for everybody and their mom and in his college and just like, well, I don't have time to eat. All right, well, I'll walk down the street and go to Subway. So that's how he really did it. Like, you they said it was like, oh, he walked into this. It was just like he had a bootleg porn operation going that made him a fuck ton, of, which is why when I found out it was like, oh, yeah, he got popped for that. And I'm like, well, that doesn't surprise me none the least, knowing he was doing a lot of this kind of stuff illicit. And I'm sure he probably had some stuff in his own arsenal. Just he had the VHS copying recording. Yeah, he was walking all right, but with a bag full of porn. Yeah. Subway was like, hey, we need to keep the... Yeah, I like to think that Jared... <laughs> I like to think that when they started doing the commercial, Jared would include that. Right. And uh, Subway was like, you know, it doesn't test well. Doesn't yeah. test, we can't put that in there. We're getting a very specific demographic, and <laughs> yeah. it's not enough. We've given up Thank on the you. dudes in their mom's basements watching porn. We've given up on that like, demo. No. We're going for something else. <laughs> So many visuals came to my mind of kids in the butt. Well, kids, people in their basement with their Subway sandwich, be it the six inch or the foot long, whatever they want to oh, use. Gosh. Oh, gosh. The God. original fleshlight, you could probably The original say. fleshlight. I was about to go there, then it sounded dirty. Like, everybody walking in, like, yeah, no, just veggies, extra mayonnaise. Why? Lots of it. No, no. And if you can make the lettuce look like my favorite porn star's labia, that would be great. But, like, I understand. You do call yourself a sandwich artist. So. Right. <laughs> i guess we could do the ham just oh. fold it neatly for me <laughs> some roast beef um well i mean what's your relationship with food like yeah so 100 pounds uh heavier than this right now or uh would you say you're a little leaner than the original probably drop? about 40 pounds heavier on a scale so that's what okay because so well, right now I do, you're more fit obviously than yeah yeah so i dropped 100 pounds i put on like 60 pounds of muscle okay type deal but um like Throughout the years, if you look at my original or like my start in porn 10 years ago, I was even 20 pounds, 30 pounds lighter than I am right now. Um, at some points, 40 pounds lighter. So I I did massively drop. I went from 240. I went down. And at the same time, I did start working out for the first time ever. So I know I put on like 20 pounds of muscle on top of everything. I mean, like my arms were as big as my wrist the whole way around. And I couldn't even like bench the bar. Oh. But, um, but no, but like my rule has always been because I've been 200 pounds three times in my life, five foot two freshman year of high school, six foot one size 34 pant. And now six foot, well, then it was six foot two. Now I'm six foot one. Cause I did shrink after losing all that weight too, mm. but I'm six one with the 31 or 32 inch waist. And so, you're 200 pounds and 200 pounds. So people that like always to have like, the confidence to say your weight out loud like well, that. I don't know what that's like, but it's one of those <laughs> things. It's kind of like, great. I've had, I've been 200 pounds three times in my life and three totally different shapes. Mm. So, you know, when I meet friends and have friends, they're just like, Oh, I got to get to 115 pounds, 105 pounds. I'm just like, do you want that? Or do you want the size, whatever dress? Do you want the size pants? I'm like, go for what's in the mirror because numbers are fucking numbers like i don't care what i'm benching i couldn't tell you what i bench now yeah. i couldn't tell you i mean i know i'm 200 pounds because i just got weighed at the hospital type deal like sure. you know go to the doctor and it's like okay here you go but otherwise like i don't i don't care because i don't need to know that i just need to know that like good my pants still fit i can button <laughs> them up things are good we're happy with that like i don't have a belly that i can't see my penis with like or <laughs> but did you did you at once have a, one of those types of bellies yeah 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 when i was 240 pounds d cup breasts d like cup breasts 38 inch Stop waist it. yeah 
Oh, and, the pictures are out there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What and what was that like for your psyche? How old were you when around then when you finally kicked in the gear? Uh, like, I was like 24, 24. 20, 23, 24, yeah. 25. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And and so what's your sex life like then? I was still getting it. You you were still getting it. <laughs> oh gosh! Did you the still, funny thing you had was hair. Is is that what it is? Oh, the hair was the like hair. long. It was like <sighs> it was bad with the goatee. Like I was straight. Oh, with the oh tongue ring, three earrings. Yeah, oh. that was a. Why do we make such poor decisions such, with our facial such hair such at awesome young decisions. ages? I just posted uh, the other day, like a throwback to my freshman year of college. I couldn't grow a beard then. Right. Um, I the grow most beard until five years ago. The most I could grow was this area. Would, the, the chin the would chin get dirt, yeah. heavy. And so for some reason, I thought that I would be able to get in the bars easier with my fake ID if I had some facial hair. So every Monday, I would shave my face clean. And then throughout the week, I would shave the sides. And for some reason, I thought that fucking ball sack hair on my chin was a good idea. And 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 my I don't know why my girlfriend stayed with me through that uh, during that year. I mean, we we all did, like I started growing that my senior year in high school, and I definitely kept that same thing going until I had an unfortunate accident with my beard trimmer, like in oh. two thousand seven, eight, whatever. So it was a good it was a good run. Um, yeah, no, we we all made a lot of bad decisions. Men in general just make the worst facial decisions just in that that early stage of like late teens and and early twenties. I feel like right because you don't see you don't typically see a thirty five year old put together man that also does something like I did, or that's you in the middle. Yeah, and I put like for a second know, I was kind of hoping I, I, it was you on the right because yeah. then what a transformation that would be. Well, <laughs> um, I'll show the other one that has yeah. that hair, but yeah, and I also once I could finally do it, I added the little soul patch there because. Yeah. <laughs> full douchery just had to do it um but yeah we'll see it should be coming up here real soon so you were still getting it when you were heavier did you want to because you know when i when i gain weight i my libido drops like a motherfucker because like i don't i mean the oh, funny wow. thing was so this is you at the 240 yeah with and there's a ponytail and yet you're still with two hat. hot chicks on the sides there well one is, is an is, employee and the oh, other okay. one this is so awkward to say. This the other one is my sister. I was but. gonna guess uh, <laughs> yeah. as a dude who also has two conventionally very attractive sisters. Like right. I understand. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but it was it was just one of those things that I. The funny thing was I didn't actually see it at the time. Uh-huh. Like I knew that my pants were getting tighter and I was getting into larger and larger pants. But it wasn't until I actually started. It was getting winded going up the stairs that I was like, "This is some bullshit." So. I started working out and and started trimming down, and that's when, um, well, that was the after effect. Jesus, but uh, and that was like twenty pounds lighter than it. Just right showed now. me like a swimsuit model who that is a uh, is apparently after <laughs> after I got into porn, I did also yeah. start doing some mainstream modeling, and I had oh my god, he does have tits. Oh, so he's showing <laughs> me a picture. Which you're saying this is like out on the internet? Oh yeah, it's out there because it's legitimate breast people. Like I've seen girls with these pr- specific boobs. Yeah, and like oh my, the transformation. It's a one year time lapse in between the two. My goal was like six pounds a month was to drop, and that was just gonna put me healthy. And like I dropped all that in six months. So when I showed back up to work, where I used to run this camp as the manager, like I walked on to onto the camp, and my employees were sitting there, and they like, hey sir, can we help you? And I started <laughs> talking. It was like. 
holy shit, Captain, what the fuck happened to you? Captain. Like, of course you're Captain. So, I'm Bo Captain. Oh, uh, okay. It was um, Bo, okay. So, uh, yeah, the picture that I just showed you, I was on one of my boats that had taken family yeah. out for the day to go fishing and snorkeling. But uh, So what was your game that you were able to be in that body and, and still get late? I would just... There's a lot of I mean it really to- was just all confident. Well, like you said, it was like we grew the, the chin dirt because we could. I the funny thing is like I, I kind of somewhat joke where it's like people now assume like I'm 27, 28, 30 or something like that. Uh-huh. Um when I was 17, everybody thought it was like 27, 28, 30, something yeah. like that. So I haven't really aged in like 20 years now. Um which is nice. I mean, I can like up until five years ago I couldn't grow a full beard. So now that's coming in, and of course, like one half of it's all gray and the other one. But I've had gray hair since high school, so I don't really like Really? It. Yeah. I'm like, full head of hair. But full head of hair, but... Graying since high school. You know what? I'm fine with. You know what? Good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> something needs to be yeah. off with you. I'm like, <laughs> I'll take I'll take the salt. And I used to... When I used to stress out, I was straight up salt and pepper, silver fox going on. Like, And then irony was I took over yeah. camp and had 3,000 people's lives at my fingertips yeah. every day. And I stopped stressing. But um, I don't know if it was that kind of like stupid cocky confidence which is the same one i never had a fake id i'd walk into the bar like i own the place i'd order the drink right like not right away but you know with it wasn't like uh i think i want the slippery nipples like (laughs) i want the fat tire and a shot of uh patron and they were like you You got it sir yeah here you go or it's like i want the three rum monte and they're like what the fuck is three rum monte like it's bacardi captain malibu and coke so it's it's a rum and coke just split the rum into three parts Tastes like the summer. It's amazing. Tastes like the summer. Hits you like a two by four to your forehead. Next thing you know, you wake up with a bachelorette party on top of Subway. It all circles around. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. The, the story. What was that one about? That one was. <laughs> what was that one? That one was. Uh, we just all went down to Key West for the night, hung out, all the staff. And um, I ran into a girl who liked my hat. And I disappeared after. As, as girls do. Girls there do was, love hats. There was a, yeah, it was a cowboy hat. So oh, it was boy. real, the straw cowboy hat, you know. Oh my God, can I wear your hat? Real classy. Can I have your hat right now? Oh my yeah. God, this looks great on me. I think me. it was really, you look really hot in that hat. <laughs> and then my line was, you just look really hot. And then I woke up sandwiched between a blonde and a brunette as a girl was yelling, oh my God, we got to get to the pool right now. There's a bachelor party over there. This is amazing. And I was just like, why is this girl yelling in my room? Why is there a girl in my room? Who is in front of me? Who is behind me? And I was yeah. like, where are my pants? Oh, fuck. So, and then there's a moment where you go like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> okay, some things are coming back now. This is this is definitely very nice. And it was like, okay, where am I? So I found my phone. I had to call my buddies because I didn't have cart and they piled me into it they're like okay what happened to you we piled you into the taxi you took off with the girls and i'm like i'm on top of subway that's all i know i'm on top of subway on truman (laughs) truman and white bring a ladder yeah uh you need to come down and get me as soon as you can i don't know what's about to happen (laughs) all right here we go so it was just you know it's just that confidence just to like I always said, like and I was like, oh, what's like? How do you get a girl? And I was like, I'd smile, I'd say hi, I'd use hi, and you're hot. And those were hundred percent total success rates. Like they go, you look really hot in that hat. You look really hot. And then I wake up at the bachelorette party. I get back to Colorado, heavy, and go to a phone party with my buddies. And my hammered friend looks like Beavis running around 
Beavis and Butthead, just yeah. like running around this club, just grabbing everybody's ass left and right. Mm. He grabbed this one girl. She spun around. I thought she was going to punch me in the head. I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. As you can see, my friend is really hammered and he is accosting everybody and we're about to take him out of here. And so she could see him like grab three girls at the same time. And one did slap him, fortunately, thankfully. And I was like, but I should also mention you're really hot. Ten minutes later, she's blowing me in the foam party, middle of the dance floor next to the DJ booth. Fantastic. <laughs> Let's start fucking her in the middle of the foam party. Not shining moment, probably. But um, like even to the point, like my buddies came up and they're like, hey, so we're about to head out of here. What are you doing? I was like, five minutes. Give me five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> give me give me five minutes. So yeah. So that I don't know what it was, how it worked, but it was just that kind of like bullshit cocky confidence worked hundred percent of the time. And it's weird because bullshit cocky confidence isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it so often is tied with being just an asshole and like, but like in the, in a, I'm being an asshole to you and like, it's a bad thing. Like being just a jerk to a person who doesn't deserve it. Those things tend to go hand in hand, but they don't have to be. You can have that cockiness without being this piece of shit. Right. And like, okay. So I ran this camp down in Florida and it was a fishing camp and snorkeling camp. We went sailing, all that kind of nonsense but um and one thing we did was we would shark wrestle like we'd fish for sharks and pull them out of the water show the kids the shark and let them the, all the kids were 14 to 21 in co-ed but we'd pull the shark out so they could see how the scales work and how the the skin and the teeth and everything and and they could get an understanding and a, a respect for the shark and then we would release it back in and it would go swim then we would get in the water and walk back to dry land mm. after pissing off a shark and putting it in the water <laughs> so it was some of this stuff so <laughs> A lot of us would sit there and talk. We're like, all of us, all of us, the moment we got back to the camp. That's just a very low. Oh, yeah. We're right next to the airport. Right. You see him just coming in for landing, and it looks well, like I... they're going to hit the building. Well, I mean, I do live in New York City, so that's yeah. like one of those concerns we have. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> it's a um, common concern of mine. Uh, sorry, you were yeah, saying. No, you're good. So, so we would all talk about how as soon as we would get back to our respective homes after the summer at the camp or after the season at the camp, how all of us within 24 hours were getting laid by some somebody at random. Mm. And it was like, we just still had this like ridiculously cocky confidence that would be, the relation is we could be on a canoe or on a kayak out in the open ocean in the Atlantic Ocean down in the Florida Keys, which is smooth water, but not a pool. Right. So, and we could walk across the boat with balance reach down and lash something together with one hand and then also reach into the water and grab a shark barehanded out like a little two foot shark nothing big yeah. but grab it barehanded pull it up and be like hey guys so this is a bonnet head shark and it's like just to have that kind of just dripping exuding confidence that you definitely had to be very cocky for but like you were still the nice guy yeah like you were still like it's like okay he's able to like walk up to the bar get the drink say hello he says hi to me. Like he told me that I'm hot, but he's not like fondling my tit and, and undressing me with his eyes. Like he's looking me in the eyes. He's like, but by the way, you are really hot. Yeah. So it was almost like a respectful, but it's like, it, it took some balls to say that kind yeah. of stuff. So I think it's that kind of like balance of the cocky confidence where it's not really just being an asshole. Yeah. But. Because I think a lot of guys get told, like, just be confident and, like, be a little cocky. And then they translate. I think a lot of dudes who are desperate and are, are yeah. struggling so hard to connect with, with the members of the opposite sex, they, they translate it to, like, oh, just be, an, be, be a jerk to them and then they'll like you. Right. And it's like, no. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was like, by the way, you're really hot. And then we start okay. talking about, like, so what part of town? Or, like, what part of the country you come from? What's down here? Like, what are you celebrating tonight? Like, oh, it's a bachelorette party? That's great. Let's go to the subway. Yeah. It's, uh, it's got a nice <laughs> roof. <laughs> like, let us show... <laughs> Turn into Aladdin. Let me show you the world. <laughs> or the island that we're on right now. Like, okay, well, then we should go to the dance club right now and, like, walk them in through that. And it didn't hurt the fact that living in a tourist town, yeah, there's... 75 of us employees working at this one camp that are there every single night and then it's like vegas it's a revolving door every four days so it's like okay you get to know the bartenders really quick when they're like oh you're here all the time and you guys are happy and friendly so you bring in all of the people and because we know you're working at this camp with others and it's primarily male you probably want to talk with the girls so all of a sudden like we love having you guys here so when we walk up to the bar and the club or whatever, you do kind of have a little bit of that air of like, oh, what up? It's so-and-so. Come on in. Hey, Captain, let's do this. You want your rum drink? Like, Yeah, I, I do. So to the point, it's it's been 10 years since I've lived mm-hmm. down there, and I still go down to Key West and I walk into the bar and I get like, oh, Captain, oh, hey, here's your rum and to- like yeah. <laughs> your three romanti nonsense. Right, right, right. So. I mean, how, so how do you hit on people these days? Like, uh, do you do you hook up within the industry still, or no? Or I, d- I hook up within the industry. Uh, so I've always enjoyed having um, outsiders from any job I've ever had, just for the sheer fact of like having that sanctuary or having that break. Because when you date within your own job, whether it be at the restaurant, in the office, yeah. in porn, it's like you guys just live that all day long. It's like you, you do bring it home. And I see so many people kind of, it's like, they almost, it's like, okay, the one thing that really brings us together is the one thing that we both really hate right now. So now I'm also associating you with the thing that I hate. (sighs) Yeah. So it's like, if I go home with the girl who is a photographer for L magazine, Mm. it's like, Oh, okay, cool. Like, we have an understanding of entertainment, but at the same time, like, how was your day on set? She's like, oh, I had this amazing model who just really knew how to work the whole thing. And she was able to spin and turn. And like, we didn't even have to give that much direction and everything just fit perfect. And the stylist was able to do this great. And the makeup artist came through and she let us like try out this new thing, which I think is going to look amazing. And it came across on my camera. Perfect. And it's like, she's kind of like, how was your day on set? I'm like, well, <laughs> We knocked it out of the park in three hours or less. That's all you want to know. She's like, yep, that's yep, it. That's, that's, it. It. that's <laughs> all I need. So otherwise, it's like, great. We're talking about the new restaurant that we were going to yeah. check out or, or mutual taste in music, books, movies, any, anything else that we, that we possibly want to talk about. So it's it's just that like sanctuary that makes it a little more appealing to get to. I mean, it doesn't hurt. I'm sure she's going, all right. I got the guy who does this for a living. So it's going to be pretty good. Probably knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm probably not going to be disappointed when the pants drop and be like, how do we, can we bring toys into the, oh, wait, wait, what now? <laughs> like, like, well, you do know. they get disappointed when they, when they see the, no, 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 oh, me, but someone all of my roommates okay. in years past, the, like all my roommates have always been female. So oh, like okay. my first roommates in college, I lived in a house with 10 girls. <laughs> so, what a life. Yeah. I never hooked up with any of them, for the record. You know, it was definitely one of those, like, that will never end well. Sure. No matter what. I'm like, I'm 18 years old by a day. Like, if yeah. I hook yeah. up once, I know that I have a year lease, and it's just not going to end well. But, you know, one would, like, bring home a guy, and she'd come walk out. She's just like, fuck, dude, do you have a condom? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, 
but is it a small condom? Because he's seriously three inches. How how do I make this work? And I was like, I I don't I don't, I don't know. know. I'm still pretty new to the sex game. <laughs> uh, I, uh, uh, you I, said that the dildo sit thing on his you face. Have, yeah, it was like, is he good with his tongue? Yeah, You're like is that gonna make up for it at all? <laughs> so, um, but but yeah. So at least at least I know there's that. It's that like, all right, he's not gonna disappoint in the penis department, and he's probably not gonna disappoint in the ability to do things um however the one thing that usually does come into play is the whole like next morning it's like mm. all right gotta head out to work wait what <laughs> i gotta go fuck but we we just we just did that last night you're gonna, i'm a machine you're gonna I'm go where machine. you're gonna go where i hooked up with one girl for a while and she always knew what i did everything like that but i remember one day she told me she's like oh like booty call tonight i was like yeah totally she's like oh but you're working today i said yeah she's like yeah but i mean you're working today so you're probably not gonna want to i was like oh oh i'm a machine (laughs) you don't understand (laughs) if that were the case you and i would never have hooked up right because i have shot every time that we've hooked up i'm like i i actually leave set more horny than i did getting there really yeah because work is awesome and it's great and it's enjoyable and it's fun but because it's so contrived and it has to be shot out and it has to be a specific amount of time like you do enjoy it but at the same time you also tease yourself for however long it takes to shoot if it's some companies that are quick and great and they need 24 minutes of footage and you're able to shoot it in 24 minutes awesome others they need 24 minutes of footage but it takes them three hours to shoot because they have to keep moving stuff around like you're you're amped up and you're ready to go yeah so I told her, I was like, um, yeah, that's not going to stop me. I was like, I shower, like, don't worry. But, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm yeah. always ready and raring to go and work only. There's like the more sex you have, the more sex you want. Like, right. so yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, it's funny to talk about like the expectations based off what you do for a living. Cause so I like, I'm, uh, you know, you Google the word man whore, like I show up. Right. Uh, and so I feel like I get to sleep with people maybe above my uh, uh my my station in life okay um i think sometimes because people just some people if they li- whether they listen to the show or they just see how much i'm posting about sex. it's interesting when you talk about sex a lot openly and honestly right. like it's awesome but not the, uh, such a big weird taboo deal right people are like they're like either want to talk about sex with you or yeah. they like want to have sex with you because like, well, there's so and it's usually even a little it. bit of both because right. it's kind of like, oh, I really want to talk about this because you're talking about it respectfully. It's not like, yeah. oh, yeah, man, I knocked this girl out last night and like she couldn't walk straight for dating. And you're kind of like, yeah. yeah, bullshit. I bet if I go talk to her, she's gonna be like, who? What? <laughs> yeah. N- no, never again. But if it's like, oh, yeah. So what really gets you going? And then they get talking, you talk, you're talking, then you start talking about personal experiences with it. And then it's like, I think I have to try this. You got to try it. Like my first threesome started out essentially like that like the girl was going to introduce she did introduce me to her friend and was like we're hanging out talking we're hanging out dancing this night i didn't have anything to drink i actually was having like heat stroke because i've been working outside at an art festival all all day long in 110 degree heat in colorado and i remember like talking with the girl and she knew about some of my sexual proclivity and talking with the new girl and been flirting with her and then we were all dancing together and (laughs) We kind of incited an orgy at the bar, but um, always love a good bar orgy. Always, I always, do. Yeah, I mean the bartenders were getting a little pissed. Like they could see them looking over at me because it was like people have stopped drinking. 
<laughs> people are so engrossed in humping each other right now. And I mean, no clothes had come off, but you can kind of see security go, sure. do we just lock the doors and let this happen? Or do we just start calling cabs? Cause this is before Uber. And, uh, and I just remember like the girl who was introducing me to her friend, like she looked at me and she was like, you know, I just, I can't, I can't just give her to you. I, I kind of really want to know what this is, what, like, I kind of, yeah. And I was like, that's fine. Yeah. No, we can definitely do that. That's totally cool. I was like, and don't worry. Like, I'm not expecting to see you two go to town and do your thing. Like, we can <laughs> trade. We can all, like, <laughs> there's plenty of machine that go around. Like, I got two hands, a tongue, and a penis, and you have two vaginas, yeah. four tits, and, and a mouth each. So it's like, cool. Like, we'll be, we'll be good to go. We'll figure it out. But, um, yeah, I think that has definitely gotten me a lot too, is just having that kind of discussion and whatever too. And that's definitely gotten me above my station. Is there well. above your station? There is a You're lot a above my male station. Porn star. You're not even like alternative look porn star. You're we could throw you in a Hollywood movie look porn star. Well The hair, everybody is there. No uh. <laughs> I have a really good hairstylist now, but and an eyebrow guy because that's <laughs> been a <laughs> I got a guy? You have an eyebrow guy? I just you have a guy a... like my dad has a guy for sweaters. I just <laughs> I, I no joke. I have when I was like in fifth, sixth grade. I'm a Jets fan. I'm from Jersey. Yeah. My dad. We're driving to a Jets game. We literally stop in like fucking Bergenfield, New Jersey. I think at some gas station that wasn't even in service anymore. There is a fucking truck, and my dad's like, "Hold on a second, I got a guy." And we go to the back of a truck and literally buys this, uh, this like knockoff New York Jets hoodie. That's Four sizes way too big for me, and the the words don't even go across. So there's a, a seam in the middle. Right. So the New York Jets is supposed to go across the chest, but the the left half is like shifted downwards. <laughs> That's my my dad's got a guy for like merch, and you just have a guy like yeah, I got a guy for my eyebrows. I got a guy for my I got hair. Joey Balls does my eyebrows real good. I got you know <laughs> I got for my eyebrows. I got a guy for my hair. I got it's <laughs> and it. I mean. Yeah. But, it but, is like, okay, for the eyebrows, it's like, all right, you got to come in on Sunday because there's no managers here today and you can come sneak in. I'm like, I'm walking straight up into the makeup counter at the department <laughs> store, like the fancy one. <laughs> it's, I don't want to call too yeah. many people out on this. It's like, it's like, all right, go see so-and-so. Tell them that so-and-so sent you. And it's like, so-and-so okay, sent you yeah. for the special eyebrow yeah, thing. Yeah, go tell them that you want your eyebrows done. It's like, yeah, all right. So I, I used to just have a, a little Korean lady at the nail salon that was next to one of the bars i went to all the time and she did an amazing job but then i started getting them threaded the other day i mean a couple a couple months ago but the you know i, I make mention of it because it has been an ongoing joke in the industry is like dude ryan drill has got the best eyebrows in the industry and i know that kieran lee and Derek pierce are going to be super pissed off that oh. i said that but are they I, your competition? Well, originally for, for I would the have best said eyebrows AVN award. I would say that there's no there's no competition, and it's not that I have the best. <laughs> it's just that like who the fuck is paying attention to guys' eyebrows? Sure. So my girlfriend, I'll tell you that much. But well, some <laughs> <I'm>, yes. So <laughs> oh, so but Derek and Kieran got into this conversation the day, and I was like, I walk onto sets, and I thought girls were actually fucking with me because it'd be like I can't compete with your eyebrows. I'm like, I, I, nobody's looking at my face, like. <laughs> 
you're good. Yeah. You're, you're Asa Akira. I think people are going to pay attention to you way more than me or Stormy. I was like, is this an ongoing joke? Like, is, are, is it like, hey, Driller's here. Make sure you mention his eyebrows to him because he right. might, you know, the five-year-old or the fifth grader. Like, to th- throw you off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, even though I'm like, they're not, I don't care. Like, you know, whatever, they're eyebrows. So yeah. everyone, uh, lights, all right, we rolling. Okay, and Driller, uh, your eyebrows, hey, action. <laughs> little. Try to be little, confident now. <laughs> Go. <laughs> so... Time for the fan whore appreciation moment from under my covers. Hello. Uh, Yes, I'm currently underneath my duvet attempting to improve sound quality and I feel fucking ridiculous. But a uh, but another sex podcaster I know in Bushwick was all like, yeah, no, build like a build a blanket for it and then go under it and it's going to sound great. I'm like, so this feels silly. Also, does my entire body smell like a foot? That like my sheets smell like this. I think this is just a rude awakening. I need to do my sheets. Anyway, that's not what this portion's about right now. This is the part of the show where I like to thank some of the loyal members of my fan whore community on Patreon. So I want to give a shout out to Kaylee D, who uh, who wrote in for some advice back in the day and then was like, well, you know, it seems like I owe you some fan titties. And you know what? Those fan titties never really showed up. But that's okay, Kelly, because you are supporting me on Patreon, and that means so much more to me. Money's more important than titties. Uh, Shout out to Bethany across the pond. I can't quite do a British accent, but uh, Bethany is a a very sexy lady out in uh, in the UK who's supporting the podcast, and I want to say thank you for it. And, uh, And finally, a big shout out to Daniel M. in New Jersey. Because uh, I, I looked you up, dude, and wow, what just stereotypical cool guy. Like, just the prototype of, like, a cool dude. He looks like the type of guy who called me faggot in high school. And uh, he clearly isn't because he's supporting me on Patreon. I love you for it, buddy. Thanks so much for uh, for being part of the crew. And you, too, can become a member of my fan whore community for as little as $1. Yes, and that dollar goes a long way when you multiply it by thousands of fan whores. Membership gets you access to exclusive bonus episodes of the Man Whore Podcast, super secret Patreon-only communities, and so much more. Become a member today and head on over to patreon.com slash Podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, did I also mention that by becoming a member, you are supporting me and my work directly? Yeah, you're literally helping me pay my rent. Which, uh, depending how this all shakes out with my landlord, may be way more needed um, very soon than it was before. So, again, please become a member today over at patreon.com slash podcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast. And now let's, uh, let's finish up with Ryan Driller, a.k.a. The Machine. But, but yeah, the talking about sex openly, honestly, definitely gets people to want to, you know, like, again, the, the, there's this yeah. curiosity. I have a version of that is um, I've done these things. Are you are you familiar with Reddit much? I know the name of it. You know that it exists. Okay, so there's... <laughs> I know little, people discuss lots of stuff There are little on it. subreddits of communities. There's one community called Random Acts of Muff Dive, okay. which matches uh, pussies and the tongues I want to lick them, right? And so I have six you'd call success stories on there where I've met up with women on there and then they write a success story when it happens of like how it went. So I literally have Amazon like, or I have like Yelp reviews for eating pussy. (laughs) And that's how I landed my current girlfriend who 
we were exchanging woody things and i forget how pussy eating comes up but i think i mentioned that like well i come with reviews and they were like i need to see these and then <laughs> and then they uh, last month they told me that that was actually why they went out with me in the first place they were like i read these reviews and i was like really curious because my girlfriend's super super fucking queer and hadn't been with a cisgender man in like years right and so it was like can men do that well i gotta find out i <laughs> the funny i i don't necessarily come with I'd have to look. There might be. You come with a, ca- there, a film catalog. There might be. You know, I come with a film catalog, but that doesn't actually depict what's what's happening. Sure. But years past, I mean, I I was hanging out and same thing, lesbian girl. Yeah. Who I I I have gaydar. I can figure out who's trans, but I cannot for the life of me figure out a le- like. Oh, you're actually lesbian. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to, to to hit on you. But um, years ago. 15 years ago, I remember talking with this girl forever and it was just like, I mean, it's one of my favorite things to do. I love eating vagina. I love looking pussy. Like yeah. I, I enjoy it. I've listened. And I told her like some of my, the things I had done where it's like, I pay attention to the breathing patterns and, and the, the slight nonverbal cues and, and that kind of stuff to, to see what I need to do and how I need to arrange for the girl. And I'll start broad and I'll own into to private spots. And she was like, yeah, but no guy can do it like a girl. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not even going to argue that. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, especially with you, I'm definitely not going to argue uh-huh. that. But we kept going. She was like, I kind of, I kind of really have to check this out. Like, I, I really want to try this yeah. with you. And I believe her first words were, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and I was like, did I do something bad? I'm sorry. And she's like, no, no, no. And you're going to have to teach my girlfriend that trick. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that's a compliment. And High I enjoy praise. That. I love High praise yes. from, from a so, queer woman. So I'm like, okay, yeah. But it, it took discussion. And I've always had that discussion. Like, mm. my first job as a lifeguard, all the, me and 140 girls. Like, what do you think they're all talking about in high school as they're just having everything for the first time? So yeah. I would be sitting in the office as the quiet kind of shy kid. And, like, they'd come in having this conversation. They'd look at me. They're like, listen, when a girl tells you not to stop, you don't fucking stop. Don't even take a moment to breathe. Like, you just go. And it was like, got it. Got it. The fear of God putting me at sixteen. I'm like, got it. Understood. Don't don't stop doing whatever. What are we talking about? I don't know. Is I feel like this is going to be useful. Yeah, in like six seven years. Retain this information. Something's going to make sense about this in about eighteen months, and then we'll know what's going on. He's be like a, a what do they call it like a sleeper cell agent, but yeah. for pussy eating. Oh, just like ten years later, like this information pops in, be like, oh shit, I'm just she said saying don't stop, and then it kicks in. It was just like well, it was like yeah, it was like everything. So it's like okay, when I'm doing this with that with this, it's like don't. It's just like oh, I can't breathe right now. It's like oh, I've used the joke often. I'm like, listen, I can breathe through my ears. It's like thank you swimming for teaching me how. deal without oxygen for minutes on end or it's like the hiking and the running and everything it's like okay no i've got the worst side stitching cramp going on in my stomach right now but i can also see her eyes roll in the back of her head and she's yelling don't stop don't stop so it's like don't slow down don't speed up don't change pace don't move direction don't change angles just go just focus and just go and things have gone well but I mean, it's the benefit of having you know chick friends growing up is is that you get to hear all these secrets, all it's, the all the tips, all the clues, all the hints that you can then use later. And and w- women will go like, how are how do you know this? And it's like you know I was properly trained, or you know I had like people looking out for it's me. Like, it's simple. I listened. I listened. I listened. Fellas, do you hear that? The Just fucking thing. listen. Yes, it's that simple. Just listen to Just them. 
yeah, just listen. It's they're all yelling you, yelling you to do it anyway. And it's like they're giving you exactly all the cues and all yeah. the all the tips and all the hints, point blank. And you're just going, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, Ryan, this has been fantastic. And now you're uh, now you get to kickstart your your convention weekend, which I'm sure is going to be. All sorts of fun. Oh, yeah. Um, where can people find you, find your work, find you on the social medias, so on the uh, social and not find you at the grocery store? Not at the grocery store. So I'm always at Albertsons. Ha, ha, ha. Never. <laughs> um, Throw no. them off the scent. You give them a fake grocery store. Right, right. And all, all of a sudden, like, like, I only shop at Whole Foods. <laughs> all of a sudden, like all these like Twinkie dudes and like women are just like huddled around <laughs> this grocery store every, every Thursday waiting for Ryan Driller <laughs> right. to never show up. <laughs> yeah don't look at the locations i put on my instagram because those are never accurate yeah <laughs> in full honesty like usually that's part of the joke that i'm posting right there but so instagram and, and twitter are the only social media outlets that i have and both of those are ryan driller i keep them super simple that's mm-hmm. why i don't have any of the others um and i always post my work that's coming up there otherwise pretty much if you watch or look at any porn chances are i'm probably there mm. um i <laughs> my mom nicknamed me 20 years ago man whore <laughs> i love it <laughs> she, we watched that euro um no j- gigolo deuce bigolo yeah <laughs> so she like kind of got the idea there and she's like so man whore, who are you going out tonight and i was just like my buddy was there and he was like oh i'm keeping that one i love it but um but yeah so i i I whore myself out to all the companies. I go to the highest bidder and whoever sure. wants to shoot. So, um, so yeah, I am I am available on all of the movies and platforms that you are hopefully paying at least for some of. Yes, I mean, please do, please do pay for your porn. I, it's it, it used to be hashtag pay for your porn, then it was like hashtag pay for some of your porn. Now it's like, hey, you know, can you just give something? Right. Um, just put put some shekels in. I'm starting to do um, this year. I'm doing every month. I uh, am picking a porn site and I'll pay for a membership for the month. Right. And then I'll t- and then I tell them like, oh, like this month, um, I'm, um, I got a membership to Crash Pad series. So and I'm very much enjoying it. Didn't think I would. And oh, it wasn't that a surprise. Go pay for porn. And and you know, hopefully, you know, because if everyone gave you know fifteen twenty five dollars here and there. Once a blue moon like that makes a huge fucking difference. It it does, and I mean you're gonna see that in the quality of the porn and the mm-hmm. the people that you see in that. Because if we can afford to live off of it, then we're gonna be able to do it. Otherwise, and do it, it well. It definitely looks like, you know, and there's nothing wrong with leaked tapes, but not even the quality of like the Tommy Lee Pamela. Yeah, yeah, it's not even gonna be that that good. You're like, oh, oh, oh. Where was this actually shot? Yeah. Like, I think that was the field behind Hard Rock. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, people, pay for some of your porn at Ryan Driller on the things. And uh, why don't you say goodbye to everybody? Cool. Thank you guys very much. And uh, come say hi. The Machine. Oh, Ryan Driller. What a joy. What a delight. Uh, I had so much fun talking to that dude. Just like a cool, nice guy. And modest, too. You know, he's like, hey, I'm not that big. My dick's not that big. Uh, the, the camera adds 10 inches. <laughs> nice fella. I hope you enjoyed my uh, my episode with Ryan. I know I did. Uh, I am currently recording this, again, underneath the my duvet on my bed, which feels fucking ridiculous. I don't think I'm ever doing this again. I don't think it's worth whatever improved sound quality it is. I feel like a child. Okay, hi. 
If you enjoyed this week's episode, let me know. I want to know. I'll shout it out on the social medias, people. That's that's how we help grow this show, by the way. You know, when your friends say, see you say, oh, I love this fucking man whore thing. They're like, I got to check out the man whore thing. So please go, you know, give me a follow. Give me a shout out at the Billy Presida on Twitter and Instagram. We like to use the hashtag man whore podcast when we're talking about the show. And if you uh, also go check out Emily Lubin, she's at Lubin Nation. Go check out her podcast, The Hot Mess Comedy Hour, with friend of the pod, Andrea Allen. It's part of the OG Podcast Network. Really cool new podcast network out there. Uh, if you have anything you want to say to me, any comments, questions, titty pictures, send that on over to manwhorepod at gmail.com. And, uh, and I have alluded to some landlord situations Billy may be on the move again soon, so now more than ever, I could really use your support on Patreon. Become a member for as little as $1 at patreon.com slash Podcast. Look, you don't ever have to really wait to get the financials in order for a bigger pledge. No, just go throw down that dollar. I know you have four quarters lounging around in your uh, in your junk drawer. Why don't you go just uh, put it in your pocket, put it in your bank, and then... Throw that down my way, okay? Head on over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Podcast. We got a, a ton of new members in like the last week, so that's pretty fucking awesome. So I would love for you to join us as well. Next week, oh boy, the myth, the, the urban legend, Anna Super Slut will be joining us. Y'all are in for a treat. But until next week, stay slutty.